for somebody that's starting a new business, put your fears aside. Ooh. Put your fears aside. What did you have to put aside? Oh, I was afraid of every, I'm, I'm majorly af- afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that you cannot be successful without failure. So don't be afraid to fail. Hey everybody, welcome to the Construction Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Miller. Today we have a very special guest, my fearless leader, Michelle Shams. She's CEO of Corey Engineering and CEO of Hilltop. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me in your own office. I didn't have to go far for this. No, you didn't. Thanks, Nicole, for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited. You have such an amazing story because I know where you came from, but not very many people know your story and your journey here at Corey. So let's start with that. Where to begin? Um, 13 years ago, I was asked by Dave Menefee and Richard Corey to come in and help accounting. And I came from banking, so I didn't really know the accounting side of things. I knew the construction lending side, but not the accounting side. So I said, you know, worth the shot. Let's try it out. And I started in accounts payable. And from accounts payable, after about three or four months, they switched me over to accounts receivable. They realized that if I could pay the bills fantastically, I probably could collect the money just as fast as I paid the bills. So got into accounts receivable, stayed there for a few months, and we shifted from Gardena to our main office now in Chino. And in that move, I became the accounting manager. So a little bit different of role. Now I oversaw the accounts payable and the accounts receivable worked close with the controller at the time. And, but it was a natural transition. Like that's just what was next. That's just what was next. That's what I put my mind to. And that's what ended up happening. And, you know, after a few years of that, I I got bored in my position and said, I needed something else. Absolutely said, you know, I I need to grow or I need to move on. And I talked with Dave and Richard and it became the next step was to go to school, get a few master's degrees, a couple, and, just a few, no big deal. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> Only took me 15 months, so we won't throw that in there at Overachiever. all. Overachiever. Absolutely. <laughs> I became the controller in 2012. From 2012, I transitioned into becoming the CFO, just another seamless transition. Uh, I spoke with Richard Corey for several years telling him that the only place I could go was up. Mm-hmm. And the only p- position left in the business was his. Mm-hmm. And we laughed and we joked and we bantered about it for about two years. But you weren't joking. Oh, I was absolutely not joking. He might've thought I was, but I wasn't. <laughs> and eventually it came to a point where we were having ser- serious discussions about me actually retiring him and being the CEO. He, um, put, put a deal together for me to be able to purchase his shares and become the CEO of Corey Engineering. And here I am and today. Here you are. Absolutely. So question for you is why did you want to become CEO of Corey Engineering? I'm bossy. I, I really am. I'm 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 bossy <laughs> in every aspect of my life. And it's good. It's I, a good I, bossy. It is a good bossy. It's a good bossy. Um and 
I'm just, I'm the boss of my life. I'm the boss of my relationships, of course, with compassion and with, um, mutual respect a lot, you know, amongst all sides. But I knew that I wanted to grow this company and it was stagnant. Mm-hmm. And we were just where we were at and we were ultimately what I call a lifestyle company. So I wanted to, I was in, I wanted to talk to you about scaling the business and that was a little bit down into our interview. But since you're there, I want to talk to you about scaling the business and what are you doing to scale our business? Uh, ultimately it is a goal of my own after becoming CEO. That's not it for me. Yeah. It's, I won't say it's not enough, but it's not enough for me. Mm-hmm. I want more. So I set my goal to, after becoming CEO is that I wanted five and five. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. And what that means to me is five locations in five years. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. The first year we have acquired uh, Hilltop Geotechnical out yep. of San Bernardino, a very small, uh, heavy geotechnical firm, but it's an expansion to what we do here. So that's my two. I've got two and less than two right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in regards to scaling is ultimately getting the right people. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of shifting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of turnover. Yes. There's a lot of change. Yes. And it's for the better of the business and the vision of adding five and five. It looks, it may, it may look bad on the outside. Like, Oh, you know, Corey has turnover, you know, people are shifting. Well, we're shifting all over the industry right now. We're seeing lots of people move amongst all of our competitors. Yeah. But what I think about that is yes, our competitors are shifting and moving and there's a lot of movement going on within the industry, but I don't care right about what everybody else is doing. I know what we are doing here within Corey. So for us to have moving pieces and it might be for a while, oh, right? It's, I mean, it's it'll not, be a while. It, it's a while yeah. just to be able to get the, like you say, the people on the right bus. Cause right. that's the biggest thing. I think when you become a business owner, you went from CFO to now owning Corey engineering, right. you were already engaged with team members mm-hmm. here in your CFO role, but now it was really time for you to be the leader. Correct. What is leadership to you? Oh, it's a lot. No. Leadership is so many moving parts. It's not just sitting at the top of the food chain saying, you do this, do as I say, don't do as I do. It, it's not about that. It is about guiding each individual through their own journey to get to the same end game that I have, the same vision that is for the company. And every personality is completely different. Mm -hmm. So how I speak with one leader is not how I'm going to speak to another leader. Mm -hmm. And it's really ultimately learning everybody's behaviors, learning everybody's um, ability to learn and adapt. And I have to adapt to them. Mm -hmm. So the team is not adapting to me. Yeah. It's me adapting to them. Absolutely. Leadership does have a component of meeting people where they're at, Mm -hmm. right? It's not always about that they have to stretch to where leadership is, but it's about us as leaders being able to meet people where they are and making sure that they feel comfortable in that so that they have the capacity to do what they need to do as well. Um, Talk to me a little bit about what you have learned from being the CEO of Corey. The biggest thing that I've learned because I've had my hand in the business from start to finish, I want to do things myself. Yeah. 
And it's very difficult for me to not do things myself. But what I have learned, especially in the last, let's say six months with, you know, the way the world is working right now and people working remotely and people not being in front of your face constantly, it's really learned how I, I've learned how to respect and support my executive staff more and allowing the managers to manage and the executive staff to manage and me just support that. So I used to just go right to the individual and say, Hey, I need this. And I noticed that when I was doing that, they would see, Oh, well, Michelle's the CEO. She just asked me to do this. I'm going to drop what I'm doing to do it. And then I disrupt the whole department. Yeah. There's got to be a chain of accountability. Absolutely. Right. And there's got to be respect for all of those boundaries so that people know exactly. And we've had that challenge here. We have. We've had the challenge of there's a lot of high type personalities that want to take charge. I'm a lot like you. (laughs) We'll just go get the job done. If we hear that there's something going on, Mm -hmm. we just go and we handle it. And that's our personality type and it's not right or wrong. So how do you create the balance of making sure that you're present as the CEO and a leader, but still being able to release some of the control. Well, right. it is what it, it is. is. It's not it's in, a, yeah. in a negative way by any means, because it is, it's just wanting to be able to control your business. But how do you balance those two things out when you're a new CEO and you're trying to create this environment that you are the leader and you are the chief? Right. Right. Go to the gym and work out. <laughs> like, it, it's it's difficult to balance um, because it's not only balancing here; it's now balancing a new office, Your, the hilltop. It's balancing my relationship at home. It's balancing my relationship with my team. It's difficult to say how to balance it because I don't have a direct answer that says, you know what, this is what I do. This is how I do it. And this is, you know, it, everything's perfect and nothing goes wrong. There are days where I'm extremely frustrated. And then there are days that I am just so ecstatic and want the next day to, to be here already. So, you know, ultimately it's just taking a deep breath. The world is not falling around us. I mean, ultimately I think it is right now, but it feels like it it, is, but it's not. not. Yeah. It's it's really just taking a deep breath and not overanalyzing, staying calm and listen. Mm -hmm. Just, you got to be able to listen to your team and you, you have to trust the team to do what they need to do. And you just need to support it. Yeah. I think you realize that it just all meshes together and there's really no separate because you are a wife and you're a daughter and you're a sister, no matter where you are, Right. you're here, you're home, you're a business owner when you're at home too. So it's all, it all just kind of blends in and meshes together. So let's talk about the obvious. You're a woman and there's a lot of, (laughs) you're a woman and you're in construction and there's a lot of hype about women in construction because there needs to be more of us. But what is your experience as a woman in construction? You know, I've actually had great experiences. Um, we get great projects being a women owned business. I would say five years ago, it was more difficult because there was less females in, in this industry. But we're getting um, so common. We are getting we are. common. We have a presence. Absolutely. It's and thank you for being such a leader in, in the woman world that we're in. Um, 
What do you think our competitive advantage is? A, a competitive advantage that we have is that um, I am a new CEO. So because in, in my opinion, because I am a newer, younger CEO, I have a different mindset than some of the older generation that are stuck in their ways. Yeah. And so I am all about innovation and what's the next creative way. Yeah. You know, what's the next marketing tool? What's the next step? Do we, you know, keep going in the direction of inspections in, you know, the heavy K through 12 that we're in or in municipalities or do we shift and do we get into different markets? Do we get into maybe construction management is the next step. Mm-hmm it's, it's ever evolving with me. I think because I am young and I do have a 20 year picture in mind that let's do this, let's do this now. And if this doesn't work, let's try something else. Yeah. So let's change consistently and constantly. Yeah. Having that open mind, right? You're open to whatever is coming next. We talk about, we talk about a lot of things. We We talk about what's, what's next. What should we, do we need to add services? What can make us even better than we are today? Right. So really quickly, if you were to give one word of advice to anybody that's looking to start a business, what would, what would that be? One word of advice? One word. Can it be a phrase? Sure. (laughs) I don't think it It doesn't have to just be a word. It can be, you know, okay. For somebody that's starting a new business, put your fears aside. Ooh. Put your fears aside. What did you have to put aside? Oh, I was afraid of every, I'm, I'm majorly afraid of failure. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that you cannot be successful without failure. So don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. We, We've got to fail to know what success looks like. So just put the fear aside. Go for it. You're your own worst enemy. We are. Period. We absolutely are. Yeah. So if you put anybody, if they put their mind to it and they truly believe in what they're telling themselves, you can make a mountain move out of your way. You just cannot be afraid to do it. I love that. And it's such a good word of advice because people are stopped by their fears, no matter what they are. Right. People stop dead in their tracks because they're afraid of whatever it might be. And that's one thing that I admire about you is that I see you as completely fearless. And my experience of you is that you're fearless. And so I would never know, other than we're close, right. I would never know that you had fears to overcome to make this thing go. So you're amazing. Thank you. And I'm glad that you're here. And how do people find you if they want to reach out to you? They can reach out to me LinkedIn. They can reach out to the office. They can send me email, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. I'm there. You talk about Corey engineering and the next ad that pops up on your Facebook is going to be Corey engineering. (laughs) So you can reach me in many different avenues. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're busy. We've got places to be. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Michelle Shams, our CEO. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.